0: What's up, gang? How you guys doing? It is Lieutenant Sound Blue, 28-year law enforcement veteran and the author of the Top 25 Mistakes in Route to the Good Life. That's right. Coming at you today with my daily podcast, man, every single day, right? Believe it or not, man, if you really, really evaluate your life, right, and you're not like hitting on all cylinders every single day, you're probably making a mistake, right? You're probably making some mistakes throughout the day. And when you start to pay attention to them subtly, right? Then you can start to implement change to make your life better, guys. Because that is what we're trying to do here today. We're trying to make your life better, man. And in doing so, man, it sometimes takes other people to be transparent about their mistakes, man. I'm not one of those guys that's gonna hop on here on social media, or YouTube, or or the podcast on Spotify, and start talking about all the things I've done right, man, because that is not my life, right? That is not my life. I'm in my 50s, and I made so many mistakes that have set me back 10, 20 years. These mistakes have set me back, and I don't want to see that happen to anybody else, man. This is... This all started with me just wanting to pass that down to my children and have them not make the same mistakes. But I'll tell you what, and you guys know it, right? Nobody's a prophet in their own home. Nobody's a prophet in their own home. Nobody in this house uh, wants to hear about my daily mistakes until someone else tells them about my daily mistakes and then my daily mistakes are, oh, my God, my dad said that, right? You know how it goes. It happens like that all the time in all type of... uh, environments, right? Uh, no matter who you are, no matter how famous you are, you're just dad to your kids. You're just your husband to your wife. You know, you're just your wife to your husband, you know, um, or whatever it is, man, the people closest to you, um, especially cause all of your advice and everything else is free. Um, it's not as, doesn't hold as much weight, as much value. So understand that, man, when we were talking about, uh, just, uh, wow, giving people the best that you have to give so that they can have a better life. So understand that. But anyway, man, let's get into today's podcast, man, because it is still cold out here. Temperatures dropping. If you guys haven't noticed, it snowed today. Not serious. Something light, you know, light dusting. But when I got up, everything was white. Everything's white, nice and beautiful. Um, getting ready for Christmas. I mean, Christmas not until next month, but hey, listen, I like snow. I like snow as long as I'm not driving and it, as long as I'm not shoveling it. I like to see it. It looks beautiful. Maybe skiing it a little bit, you know? <laughs> but anyway, guys, let's get to today's podcast, man. And the question I have for you guys today, and I think that it will probably rock you to the core to hear my answer. It will rock you to the core to hear my answer, but here it goes anyway, man. Uh, my question to you today is, are you putting too much trust in friends or family? Wow, that's right. I called them on that right there. Are oh, you putting too much trust in your friends and family? How much trust are you putting in your friends and family? How well can you count on your friends and family to come through? How well? I mean, a lot of people say it, right? A lot of people say it, but I don't see it happening too often, right? I don't see it happening too often. I far more often see the opposite, people not coming through for you when you really need them to, right? Uh, and so in saying that, I needed to ask this question because we need to get it out there, right? right? Now, when I say this, guys, what I'm saying it for is this could be the reason why you're not, why you are failing to reach your fullest potential in life, right? Your fullest potential in life could be because you're putting too much trust in your friends and family. And it's all because it makes you feel comfortable, right? It just makes you feel good to uh, say, I'm doing a business with my brother, right? I'm doing a business with my wife. I'm bringing the kids into the corporation, you know, Uh, and and things like that. So, you know, uh, I got my best, me and my best friend, or we're going to start a business together. And it all sounds good. And, and I'm telling you, a lot of times, man, a lot of times when you put too much trust in these people, um, you don't reach your fullest potential. You don't reach your fullest potential. As a matter of fact, it slows you down and holds you back. Now, this was something extremely hard for me in the beginning, right? To believe because of uh, even though I am a extrovert when it comes to uh, expressing I'm, I'm an extrovert when it comes to people, right? I love getting out and meeting people and talking to people, so on and so forth. But when it comes to expressing my most intimate secrets, right? Uh, my deepest, darkest secrets that can affect me in the most dramatic fashion, um, I keep that to just my family, my closest family, maybe my closest, closest friend. And, and those are the only people who will probably know my most deepest intimate secrets right and uh so for me at times i feel like this um this is the type of life that i live to a fault right um making sure that i keep outsiders out and and letting my little inner circle know my vulnerabilities i guess that's what i'm talking about right so we're talking about vulnerabilities here Right, so see, um, I was told a long time ago by my mentor, right? Um, that uh, he told me, and I'm sure you guys have heard the saying before, right? Keep your friends close, right? But keep your enemies closer, right? I'm sure you guys have heard this saying before, but the way he was saying it is not the way you would think, um, that 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 will be taken, right? Keep your friends close and keep your enemies closer, right? So you know what your enemies are doing. And, and a lot of people have given their own version of that definition. Um, but my mentor had a different meaning when he talked about this. Uh, and what he told me was uh, it was not popular amongst law enforcement, right? Amongst law enforcement, you know, the blue wall of silence and all of this nonsense of law enforcement and, um going through your career in law enforcement, a lot of people, a lot of people go through their career um with a blind obedience. Blind obedience to marching orders. Despite how immoral the order may be, or despite how wrong you know it is. A lot of people go through their career with blind obedience and and, and they they add to the premise of that is I didn't want to lose my job for not following that order, you know? So, um, my mentor told me just the opposite. He told me just the opposite, uh, so that I can avoid that. And and it caused a lot of friction in my career and it caused a lot of, wow, a lot of people who were, um, in charge of me, uh, to, uh, You know, it was one way or the other. You either liked me a lot or you hated me a lot, right? And whoever was in power uh, during that time, it was either good for me or bad for me. So that's how my career was going. But my mentor told me to stick to my guns on this, right? So what he told me, right, which was not popular amongst law enforcement, was to be careful of the people I consider my friends as well as my family, he told me, right? Right? Um, he said, um, when he said that, right. I didn't believe, I didn't believe him at the time. Right. You know, I'm like, these are my friends. Right. And I would say something like, you know, we will ride or die. Right. We would say something crazy like that shit that don't make no damn sense. Shit from the movies. Right. Um, but, uh, I didn't believe him at the time when he told me, and, uh, he told me that they would be the first to betray you because of their envy. Right, that's what he told me. He said, "So your friends and your family will be the first to betray you, betray you, because of their envy." Right, and so in the beginning of my career, you know, as I moved to different circle of friends, and um, I moved out of one circle into another circle because of common interest or whatever, um, I found it hard to believe. I felt that we were really tight and really close. But um, I saw this come true in more than one instance throughout my life before I learned this lesson, truly, truly learned this lesson, right? And so um, the first time that I learned this lesson, man, oh, wow, it was some time ago. But the first time I learned this lesson was from a friend who I trusted with my life, right? And um, I don't know if you guys have ever been through this, but... Um, somebody who has, you feel has gained your all out trust. And it could be because of your gullibility, you know, you're just gullible or whatever, or um, maybe that person just puts on a good front of who you believe they are. Either way, um, I trusted this person with my life. And um, had I not been a uh, more than capable of saving myself in this situation, I would have given him just that, right? Because I uh, trusted him with my life, I would have pretty much lost my life because of him. I would have given it to him. Basically, is what my mentor said I would have done, you know, if I wasn't capable of handling myself in the situation that came up. And so um, in this situation, which was a which is bad, and it happens more often than I like to admit um, in law enforcement and in other careers as well. Maybe not just life-threatening, but still career suicide for a lot of people. But during my career, I had supervisors. As I explained to you guys before, right? Some that hated me, but I had a lot of supervisors that were really, really high in charge that saw favor in me, and it was just due to my hard work, right? And my willingness to listen, right? Um, you'd be surprised how far you can get when somebody has already walked the path and you're willing to listen, willing to be an excellent student, willing to take it all in, right? And so uh, because of my willingness to listen and my dedication and hard work on my job, um, these supervisors saw a favor at me, right? So, um... Only seeing the favor and not my deeds my uh my friend grew very very envious of me right very envious of me because he didn't see right my hard work that I was putting in right he didn't pay attention to to other small things, small factors that I was doing, you know like me listening, paying attention, uh showing up early, leaving late certain meetings and things that were going on. He didn't see all that, right? He just saw that they were showing me favor. So um because he saw that they showed me favor, he grew very, very envious of me and he began bad-mouthing me. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen this in any career that you've been in, right? Uh Where uh, someone happens to begin to uh, get extra assignments. They begin to rise in rank or, or whatever they're doing. And so the people that were at their level at one time, right, they began to feel a little envious and they start bad-mouthing them. So he bad-mouthed me in the worst way, right? bad me is only probably a law enforcement officer can do um, because we have unfortunately learned some very, very hurtful stuff from the criminals that we deal with in our life. So he was bad-mouthing me um, and, and and every chance that he got, right? And so um, he would go to as many people as possible and he would talk about me to anybody who would listen, right? Anybody who would listen. And eventually he caught the ear of some very, uh, as I say, less honorable law enforcement officers who, uh, who decided to leak my personal information, uh, to some of the criminals, right. Who, uh, who wanted to seek revenge on law enforcement by hurting me as an example. So, um, and, uh, and doing so and leaking this personal information, these people, uh, were going to catch up to me, uh, off duty and, uh, and so they were going to attempt to hurt me in some shape, form or fashion, right? And this was because of just the information being leaked out of where I hung out, where I went, you know, areas of where I lived at, you know, areas that I frequented. And so, uh, so a couple of people came after me. A couple of people came after me. And um, one of the things that I say to myself and during that time is, um, and I'll always believe it. Um, because it was my enemy who saved me, my, one of my enemies who saved me. And I say this, it was because, um, of, uh, who I was. I, you know, I say this because my integrity, uh, stood tall. I, I, I was the same way every single day, right? I was the same way every single day. I didn't stray. I didn't go back and forth. This is just who I was, right? This is what I learned. And I was stern and and I was fair and, and I was consistent. So I, I, I was always the same way showing up every single day to work, doing the same thing every day. And, um, it was one of my enemies that jumped in when I was being attacked. And, um, and without even saying a word to me, right, um, jumped in and fought my attackers by my side, right, fought my attackers by my side, and, uh, and he was very, very formidable when it come to the hands and fighting and his skills, um, uh, put it this way, I would not have wanted to go up against him and me fighting, but, uh, he jumped in and, uh, and helped me to fight off a couple of people that tried to, uh, Just take me out, attack me. And in doing so, um, what I realized was that during the time that uh, I was uh, his sworn enemy, basically, you know, I was his sworn enemy, but because he caught wind of what was going on, um, he felt like. They can do it to one of the guys who didn't have integrity. But because I rolled with integrity and I was just out there doing my job, um, he felt that he couldn't let that happen. So, um, but it is sad that I had to rely on an enemy to help me in an attack. And when someone who I considered my friend, you know, Um, was the person who designed that entire attack, or he may not have did it directly, but indirectly through uh, what he did and what he said and how he talked about me, right, and so as I'm saying this, it is from that incident that I began to rethink my philosophy on friendships, right, my philosophy on friendships, and maybe I felt maybe I'm a poor judge of character, but no, I wasn't a poor judge of character. Um, it's the fact that um, sometimes people change. Sometimes people grow envious of you, of the things that you do or who you are or how you begin to advance in your life, right? Now, I know most of you may still think that, you know, friends make the world a much easier place to live, right? You know, it's great to have friends. I love having friends, right? Um, But the truth is, is that your friends, they only allow you, they only allow you to live in the illusion uh, that the world is an easier place because they're around, you know? And it is not until the envy of your compliments of your accomplishments get the best out of them that they begin to try to pull out your flaws right and show the world that you are not who you say you are or you can't do what you say you can do and, and that is um, that is how quickly a friend or a family member can turn on you when it comes to um, your life right so If you still can't see this, guys, if you still can't see this, I'm a little stuffy. If you still can't see this, guys, think of how many times as you've risen to higher levels of your life, right? How many of your friends, right? And I see this all the time. How many of your friends or family love to remind you of all the mistakes you made along the way, right? They love talking about you made this mistake. Remember when you did this. Remember when you were a rookie and you couldn't handle this? Remember when you just made sergeant and you couldn't handle that? You know, remember when you were coming up and you were 12 years old and you peed in the bed? You know, for whatever reason, man, people love talking about all the mistakes you make. Every time you begin to rise, and it is the people that are closest to you that remind you of these things, right? It's the people that are closer to you that always talk about all of your faults and all of your things that you did along the way, right? And um, what they do is they they give a name to this, they give a name to this nonsense, right? They they'll call this like keeping you humble, right? They'll call it keeping you humble or or keeping you grounded. Um, but believe me. There are far better ways to do this without trying to tear you down, guys. Okay, so that's maybe what they're trying to use, okay, to tear you down, right, to keep you humble, but there's far better ways to do it, man. That is not how you do it. And yes, yes, you may consider them friends, man, but you got to pay close attention to what they're doing. You know, they may have been around you for a while. They may have come up with you when you were younger, or you may have met them in, in something an event or something. You have to pay close attention to them, guys. You have to pay close attention. Now, I want you guys to uh, understand this too, right? And so I can bring this full circle, right? This also happens far too often in relationships. If you guys haven't noticed this, and I'm sure you have, right? Or Maybe after I mention it, you'll see it a little better, a little clearer, right? This happens in relationships, right? And if you don't believe me, say something wrong once, once uh, to your significant other, right? Say something once wrong, once, or make one mistake once in your entire relationship to your significant other, right? And see how many times they will use that statement or that action right, against you as they feel that you are uh, growing too fast, right, or or gaining too much confidence in yourself, you know, and it may be because they're not gaining confidence in themselves, because one thing I realize is that if you guys aren't growing together at the same time, and they're totally focused on their growth, okay, and they happen to pay too much attention to your growth, um, they will use that against you. They will continually bring up the mistakes you made, uh, the words you say, how many times you hurt their feelings or or whatever, right? They will continually bring it up to keep you down. They will constantly bring you down with every mistake and every er error that you make throughout your relationship. It is a tool of control, guys. And unfortunately... It is a tool that is used not to lift you up, right? right, Not to lift you up, but it's a tool that to bring you down, right? It's a tool that could bring you down, and um, it happens far too much, and you guys have to pay close attention to it. I'm not saying throw away your whole relationship because of it, because it happens almost in every relationship, right? But I'm saying you have to pay close attention to it. Okay, so you don't allow it to affect you in your rise to the top and you becoming more and being more. You don't let it to totally completely break you down. Or if you want, call them on it. Call them on it and say, "Hey, listen. I get it, man, but hey, what can I do to help you to to gain some satisfaction to uh, whatever you're trying to do in your life, right? Use it as a tool, okay? to help your relationship. Don't use it as a tool to hurt your relationship. I'm not trying to destroy any happy homes, man, without that statement that I just made, guys. But uh, I want you to know, I always find it much easier, much more refreshing to know my enemies, believe it or not, guys. I find it much more refreshing to know my enemies because um, I know where they stand, right? I know where my enemies stand, right? Um, They hate me. My enemies hate me, or at least if they don't hate me, I am a sworn enemy that they're going to be combating combating against, uh, whether it's uh, in law enforcement, whether it's in business, or whether there's just personalities, people just don't like me, right? So they are my enemy, and it's okay to have my enemy. When I see my enemies, I smile, right? I smile, And uh, I try to do like Abraham Lincoln most of the time and turn my enemies to friends. But um, it doesn't always happen that way. I'm not as skilled as Abraham Lincoln uh, with my words. But I'd rather um, place my confidence in my enemies than put my confidence into my friends and family um, just because they are more apt to um, fall to envy envy, hurt, and, and so many other things that I won't even get into when it comes to family, man. My family is all over the place, so uh, I probably like most of you guys, right? My, your family's probably all over the place as well, but um, one of the things that I like to finish out with, man, is Voltaire, and Voltaire says a prayer, right, to God, and he says, Lord. Protect me from my friends, right? Protect me from my friends. I can take care of my enemies. And and I thought that just that was so profound because it is your friends that you totally, completely open up and you show them your belly, your full vulnerability to your friends. And in doing so, um, those are the people who can hurt you the most, right? at any given time, especially in relationships, uh, you know, your mate can turn on you because they know all of your weaknesses. You know, um, when your mate gets upset with you, right? They know what upsets you and they will use that to get you just to upset you. If they just happen to be feeling a certain way that day. So pay close attention, man. And, uh, and constantly guys, constantly, um, work on, um, number one, turning your enemies to friends, right? So that you can use their loyalty, right? Because they already know what you're capable of, your, your enemies, right? And be careful with your friends and family. Um, don't issue them too much confidence. Um, and always just stay wary of, as you rise to the top, their emotions and their feelings and everything else that's going on with them if you're going to keep them around, right? So pay close attention to that and make sure that you're not showing everybody your belly, who you call your friend. So uh, listen, man, I'm going to wrap it up for today with that. Uh, That was a a really good lesson for me. Um, You guys make sure that you head on over to LieutenantSignBlue.com, pick up your copy of my book, um, Top 25 Mistakes in route to the Good Life, second edition. Um, and uh, and also, I have a order form bump. My uh, audio book is available, guys. Make sure you can hop on in there and pick up my audio book as well. I'm excited about that. It took me like seven days to do it, but man, if you play that thing at two speed, you'll finish my entire book, Top 25 Mistakes, in about four hours, man. You finish it in less than a day. So um, uh, you can uh, grab that up as well. Um, also, guys, go on over to social media and check me out at uh, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, uh, Blogger, and Reddit, right? Blogger and Reddit. Uh, Blogger and Reddit, I just started doing them. I started posting um, my, uh, my videos on uh, YouTube as well. So YouTube, Blogger, and Reddit, I post all my videos And on Spotify and Anchor, I put my uh, podcast, my daily podcast. So check them all out, and I will see you guys tomorrow with my daily podcast. This is Lieutenant Sal Blue signing off. You guys have a great night, and I will talk to you tomorrow.